BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast with me, Kenzie Elizabeth. Today's episode, we are talking with Nick Lopez. Nick is just one of those people that everyone loves. He's super genuine and he's just the nicest guy. He is a recording artist and a songwriter. Actually, after this episode was recorded, he was literally going off to uh, write a song for Mason Ramsey, the yodel kid, which was hilarious. I wish he would have mentioned that during this. But yeah, Nick is just awesome and I'm so excited for you guys to hear from him. So let's get started. Hey, Nick. Hello. Um, we are going to start off with Hot Seat, so I'm going to ask you three questions. You have to answer. Have we played Hot Seat together before? I don't think we've ever played Hot Seat Wow, either. this is like the true mark of our friendship. Hot Seat's my favorite game. Okay, I'm excited. Okay, so question number one, what is the favorite and least favorite thing about yourself? Favorite thing about myself is that I am always determined to work. Least favorite thing about myself is I get easily stressed out. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm very similar to that. You're also a really good people person. Really? Yeah. People love you. Like, you're a very easy person to talk to. I'm glad to hear that. I feel very like the opposite is true, but whatever. Really? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't... No, Taylor and I, we've talked about that. Okay, dope. Okay, number two. What is your go-to shower song? My go-to shower song is Shower by Becky G. You know, I, I knew that that was going to be... Yep. <laughs> Anyways, that really brings me back to horrible times. Oh. Okay, number three, um, what what's your dream collaboration? Ooh, um, I would have to say, well, I have two, I have two. I mean, I would love to collaborate with John Mayer, um, but I feel like a lot of people want to collaborate with John Mayer. That's not very unique. I would love to collaborate with this band called The Main. I don't know if yeah. you guys know The Main. That would be a little bit more unique i'd say you know so either or those two would be my dream collaborations i actually knew that you love the main they came on like the other night when we were out last weekend or something oh yeah that's that. right yeah yeah yeah, that's right that was fun so nick and i have a really interesting story of how we met a really very interesting <laughs> very interesting story so it was this summer this is like one of those stories i'm going to tell this now and like after this i'll never speak of it again but it's just so funny but also possibly the worst story ever. I think it's the best story ever. <laughs> of course you think it's the best story ever. So, I was out with a friend. I wasn't, little background story. Taylor, my friend Taylor and Yana, they were like, we have to go out tonight, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, so not about going out. I was like, I'm tired. I, I literally was like, I'm gonna watch Queer Eye all night. So anyways, it's like 12.30 a.m. and we start our night. We leave my house mm -hmm. then to go out. We, like, go to some party, whatever. We, like, make a bunch of friends. We're talking to a lot of people. And then we start talking to Nick. And I was like, oh, hey, like, whatever. 
so Nick invites all of us over. So it's like how many people? Like probably like eight people. Yeah. Over to his apartment after, and it's super late by the way. It's like 4 a.m. and we're just like, oh my gosh, we're young, fun, living our lives. So we're all at Nick's apartment, right? And <laughs> this is so horrible. <laughs> just thinking about it makes me want to like so good. die. No, it's not funny. I I will say though, I remember when I walked in. I remember like a fleeting thought of the fact that it kind of looked familiar. I didn't think anything of it because they had like this like Ikea thing above their couch or whatever. And like a lot of guys have like an Ikea thing above their couch. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, whatever. Didn't think anything of it, right? Like maybe 30 minutes later, we're all hanging out or whatever. All of a sudden, one of my ex-boyfriends walks out of a bedroom. So (laughs) he lives there, right? Mm -hmm. So Nick is roommates with him. And then to make matters worse, when that happened, it all just kind of clicked. And they were like, wait. You also dated so-and-so, who's my other ex-boyfriend. So he was living with one of my ex-boyfriends, whose apartment I accidentally went to, and then he's best friends with the other ex-boyfriend. Yeah, I know. What a time. I'm surprised we survived that. That was great. I feel like you handled that very well. Yeah, I just laughed really hard. Yana was laughing so hard, she was on the floor crying. See, you handled it well. He kind of freaked out a little bit. Oh, I'm sure he freaked out yeah, a little he bit. Was, he was having a little bit of a panic attack. Yeah, he was definitely very angry. I mean, he... He's definitely not the biggest fan of me, I don't yeah, think. Well, we're not we're not super tight by any means. I mean, but that happens sometimes. Yeah, it's whatever. It wasn't like a it was like a very whatever relationship. But yeah, <laughs> then come to find out that the reason that I thought everything sounded and looked or the reason that I thought it looked familiar is because he used to Snapchat me. But keep in mind, he we I I had broken up with him like a year before this. Like I hadn't seen his new apartment. I did not keep up with him in the slightest. Like I honestly like up until then like when I saw him come out of the room and Yana was like Kinsey like it took me a second to even like recognize him like that's how far off this was but it's because he used to snapchat me all the time right but it would be like with that background but I wasn't replying because I was like we broke up you just see it but then yeah so I was like that's why and then also it all kind of came together because the summer before I got a call from the other ex one of Nick's best friends and he was like yo Kins tell me why this name like sounds familiar and I was like why like he said my other ex-boyfriend's name and I was like first off we both know why the name sounds familiar Uh (laughs) second off this is so horrible and then he's like no my buddy just like moved in with him blah 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 like they got a place together yada yada and I was like all right well thanks for calling me but it wasn't Nick who lived there at the time so like I knew that like someone lives with someone but it wasn't Nick so like I I honestly I was completely innocent in this situation yeah Moral of the story. Yeah, I just moved in there, like, with the, their other roommate moved out, and they needed someone to move in, so I didn't even know him. I who only was, knew... Who was living there before? Do I know him? Uh, His name's Mitchell. I don't know if you know no, him. No, I don't so, know. You know Kyle, so, like, yeah, I moved I in Kyle. because Kyle is, like, my photographer dude, and he told me there was a room open and I needed to move out, so, yeah. Yeah, Kyle's awesome. Yeah, Kyle's the man, for sure. You know, oh, you know what story I also just remembered? Then a few days later, we go to Crave right oh yeah <laughs> so nick decides which i will I, hold on i did not decide this but okay you can tell you can tell your side of the story and then i'll tell the truth <laughs> okay actually wait uh, yeah i'll tell my side of the story this is what happens from from my perspective right okay. so nick and i were texting he loves casey musgraves oh we should talk about casey musgraves for, yeah, sure. for sure love her Absolutely. um and anyways we were like talking or whatever he's like well, let's hang out this week or whatever taylor and i were going it was like a wednesday night like after church we were like going to crave or whatever so i was like just come to crave right <laughs> i get a text from 
I should have just named them at this point. Yeah. Whatever. I get a text from one of my ex-boyfriends of his best friend. I'm so sorry. This is probably so annoying. Um, and he was like, yo. And then at that point, I was like, we have been manipulated. We lost. There's nothing we can do. I already knew exactly what was happening. I was like, there's nothing I can, I can't win this at this point. Like, we're already in this, whatever. So then I replied and I said, <laughs> I replied and I was like, what's up, my dude? Or something. Nice. And then he called me. He was angry about that. You can imagine. But anyways, goes on. I'm like, I know that you're calling me and I know that you already know I'm going to Crave with Nick. I know that you're coming to Crave with Nick. Like, I already know. Like, yeah. I knew the whole time. Yeah. So I'm just on the phone. I'm like, can you just, like, be a little bit more straightforward? Like, just g- get to the point. Like, I get it. Whatever. Blah, 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 blah. So I go to Crave. And then he's like, yeah, we'll see. Like, I don't know, Ken's like, oh, maybe I'll show up. I'm like, I know that you're coming. I'm not an idiot. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So there was nothing at this point I could do. I wasn't going to be like, no, Nick, I'm not coming anymore. Like, right. then I would really lose, you know? Right. So Taylor and I are just like, of course this happens to me. Also, keep in mind, like, this stuff with them, especially him, just happens. It's like a frequent thing. Like, it's not, this is not unheard of. So we get to Crave. I, like, go to the bathroom. Taylor texts me and she's like, they're here. And then I walk out. And everyone's sitting at our table with cameras and they're vlogging. It's a never before seen vlog though. It didn't hit the internet. Didn't so. hit the internet, so that's good. Probably for the best, honestly. I don't know. I thought that would have been a funny episode, but Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean you could talk to him about that, but Yeah, it never came out, but that was kind of intense because like he pulled up with like three other people all holding cameras. With like big like, cameras. Like yeah, yeah DSLRs. Yeah, yeah, that was like a big It was very intense. That was a big thing. So yeah, I anyway. thought I was just gonna get cray with my friend. But anyways, what's your side of the story? I'm really curious well, my, to no, hear. No, I mean well I thought okay, I didn't tell Justin to come. That's why that's the only thing that I wanted to get across. Is I was at dinner with him before. He's like, What are you doing after this? I'm like, Oh, I'm going to Cray with Kenzie. He's like, Oh, I'm coming. I'm like, okay. <laughs> that was it. And then he invited like a bunch of other people too. So yeah, Maddie Ice. That's when I met Maddie Ice. Maddie Ice is hilarious. I love him actually. He's yeah. like the best person. We were just talking about this. Apparently, he shaved his head. I think. I don't know. We're a little bit concerned. I'm concerned actually. I really hope. He <laughs> I really hope he did it. Okay. Well, anyways, now that we got that out of the way, um, really just an interesting way to meet someone. Uh, really wild. Did not think that we would be like friends after that though. That was that was pretty good. That was great. <laughs> that was a great way to meet someone. It's a really good story. Good to, like, icebreaker. Yeah, very good icebreaker. We really just got everything out of the way. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Nick, tell us a little bit about music. Like, how did you get into it? How old were you? Where did you grow up? That sort of thing. Give um, us some background. Okay, some background. I grew up in San Francisco, and I started writing songs in high school. And um, basically, I performed an original song at like one of those high school rallies at the end of the year. Yeah. And like, I wasn't really taking it serious up to this point, but I like they they asked me to do it, so I was like, okay, whatever. So I uh, performed it, and it was like, I got a very like strong, like insane reaction from doing that. I was like, oh wow, people actually like my songs. Yeah. Like for the whole rest of the year, people were like playing the song, and it was like it was like it was interesting. It's like okay, maybe I should take this more seriously, and then. I moved to LA after high school and I've just been like writing and recording ever since, releasing my own stuff and writing for other artists. Do you like writing for like other people or like your own stuff better? Um, I I like doing my own stuff better probably because I am in complete control. I know exactly what I want, but I also really enjoy writing for other artists. It's cool to hear like, you know, some other singer like singing your song and, you know, sometimes like songs that you write for other people are better fits for them than they would be for you. Yeah, so, that makes sense. Yeah, it's totally... I mean, I like doing both, honestly. What is, like, the, the your favorite thing you've ever worked on? 
Um, I do really like my song Carousel a lot. Yeah, me too. I like that song a lot. Um, that's one of the favorite things I've worked on. I just wrote a song with this kid named Austin. His artist name's ASTN, and the song's coming out in like a month. It's called Cruel, and it's really good. Like so it's, it's out it's, by now, probably. Right. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> Sorry, I'm near the podcast thing, so I forgot <laughs> that by the time you're hearing this, it's out. It's out. It was released exactly yesterday, and um, it's really, really good. So that's honestly one of my favorites. Yeah, I'm really excited for that song. When you moved, like... Were you planning on, uh, before, like, you took music seriously, like, what were you planning on doing after high school? Um, I think, I mean, I, I, I was going to college. I don't know, for some reason, I just always knew that I was going to do music. Like, yeah. I really did. Like, I just knew after I did that, like, performance and, like, people started listening to my music online immediately after that. I was like, oh, this is going to be something. I don't know, like, I just... I just knew and so um, I went to school so like that was my parents way of being like okay he's like not just doing like when you moved here yeah Yeah. Uh you know maybe like I thought for a while okay well if music doesn't work out I'll just do this college thing or whatever but like you know I quickly learned that like nah this is this is gonna be what I do you know yeah I don't know I just I just knew right away so how long have you been in LA That is a really good question that I need to, like, have a good answer to. I feel like it's been, like, three and a half years now. When you moved here, like, how did that happen? Like, did you move? Like, who did you move in with? Where did so, you live? So, okay, well, this is why I say it's hard. So, like, I've been in the L.A. area for, like, three and a half years, but I lived on campus at my school for a year. I didn't know you lived on campus. Yeah, yeah. So, that's why, like, that that was a year that doesn't really count because my school is, like, an hour away. Yeah. You know? So, it was, like... Mm, I, I've been living in Hollywood for like two-ish years. Yeah. Yeah. Nick's really private about his school thing. I'm surprised you even brought Very that up. Private. You kind of had to, I, I guess. I had to. I had to. <laughs> I don't like to say I go to school. Yeah. I'm surprised. Why are you like that? Just because you feel like people, like, it seems like you're not as serious. Is that what it is? I just, yeah. I don't know. I just, I just don't associate myself with the college lifestyle yeah. at all. Like, I don't even like, you should... It is, like, scary how many days of school I've missed. Like, it is horrible. I don't care so much about it, so I don't like to talk about it that much. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just don't focus on it at all. Like, if I was very involved in my school and I was in, like, a frat or I was, like, in a club or, like, I, like, had friends. I literally don't have one friend at this school. Did you make friends your freshman year at all? I made, like, a few friends my freshman year, but then once I moved out of campus, didn't talk to anyone. Is Greek life a thing at your school? It is, yeah. It is. Did but, you ever uh, consider that? Uh, briefly, and then I was like, no. Like A few like frats like reached out to me, actually. Like, Can you join our frat? I'm like, okay, well, that's a bad sign. <laughs> You're asking me to join your frat. <laughs> Maybe I don't want to be in I it. I really don't want to be in it. Yeah. I just can't... I can't see you doing that. That would be no. like me in Greek life. That's not... No, no, thank you. No, thank you. Not for me. Yeah. Like, did you ever go to like football games? Like any normal college nope. experience? Nope. See, I'm the same way though. I've never wanted that. Like, no. I've never wanted a normal college experience. I never thought that I, w- I was going to do that. So that's why when people are always like, "Do you think you like missed out? Are you sad?" Like now I'm in like a different. I'm in a very different school though than a normal college school, which I also never planned on doing. Which actually works for me that I love, but like. As far as, like, the whole, like, normal university lifestyle, I never, I never, like, when people, like, grow up and they're like, I want to go here, I want to do that, like, I always knew I was going to get an education. It wasn't, like, a lazy thing. It was just the fact that, like, I knew that that was not for me. Right. It's weird. Right. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I just I just don't really relate to it that much. Like I'm, you know. Yeah, it's just not really like your. That's not my thing. Do you just have classes two days a week and then leave? Yeah, I'm just really trying to finish up now. It's just and like I just want to be done. I'm so close, and I just just like let me get out of here. Yeah, I barely go. I literally go. Honestly, I go like one day a week at this point. Yeah, my my attendance in high school was so bad. Like I had truancy every single year. I literally went to court for my attendance. Oh my god. Yeah, it wow. was bad. But I was that was really bad. I was so involved though that like they never did anything. Like I w- what I would do. This is this is exactly what I do. And this is also you're a truant. Yeah, no. And I also wouldn't say that this is too far from how I handle my life still to this day. So maybe I shouldn't be saying this, but like I would just put myself, I would get myself into like authority positions. So I was super involved or it seemed like I was super involved, but I would put myself in a position to where I told people what to do. So I had all the authority. I didn't necessarily have to do much and I got away with murder. So in high school, I literally did whatever I wanted and I always had good grades because like high school was easy so I just got away with everything I wouldn't I wouldn't miss a lot because I was traveling so much like I would leave especially junior year like I was gone all the time so I can't believe that you actually had to go to court that's crazy I only had to go to court one time and it wasn't like middle school in middle school (laughs) in middle school but literally you walk in and then they're like uh, I think they had like asked for my grades. My principal had to come. Yeah, it was this whole thing. My That's mom. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't like, it was just like if you didn't have like excuses. Did you have to do like excuse absences and stuff? Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's just funny because like whenever I would like pretend to be sick and my parents knew what was going on, they'd be like, you are going to get a truancy and you're going to have to go to and court. And I actually did it. And you actually did it. That <laughs> is crazy. Especially if you know me too. Like you, I'm like the last person people would think would like actually. I would have never guessed that that was you. Yeah. yeah. I just got away. Like school was easy. I put myself in positions to where I had told people what to do and then I would just leave. And yeah. I would literally just not. Yeah, it was really bad. Well. But whatever. I I feel like it was a good life lesson to learn. I'm still not sure like what lesson it was, yeah. but <laughs> it's fine. Okay, so when you're like writing songs, like what are you like is it off of like your own experiences or like what? So, I I never ever have ever written a song from a personal experience. It's it's so weird to hear that from a songwriter, but it's actually true for me. Yeah. Like I write songs about like what my friends go through or like yeah. things that I witness happening. I mean, I've probably written, like, you know, from personal experience a few times, but, like, in, like, maybe in a few, like, lyrics, but never an entire song. It's so weird. I don't know why, but it's just, for me, it's, like, I write about situations. Yeah. Like, I've never written about, like, something that's happened to me, which is so weird. And I tell other songwriters and artists that, and they're like, what? Like, how is that even possible? I'm like, it just is. Like, I, I really, like... That's so weird. Yeah. I think maybe that's a reason why I write for other artists a lot because I can put myself into their heads like pretty easily. Yeah. You know, like when you're only writing about things that happen to you, maybe then you don't write for other artists as much because they won't relate, you know? Yeah. Do you think you just like don't want to talk about things that like happened with you or do you think it's like, like what is it? No, no, I don't think that's it at all. I literally think I just don't have anything that interesting to say (laughs) about like my own life. Yeah. I mean, that's, like, a lame excuse, but it's, I feel like it's true. Like, yeah. other people have, like, gone through stuff. Like, I've never had, like, a horrible breakup yeah. or, like, um, like a really hard life experience or anything like that that I can, like, that comes to mind. Like, yeah. So, I don't know, like. So, like, if you, like, fell in love and got your heart broken, would you? 
Yes, you I have probably to capitalize would. Off that, See, I've it. never had my heart like really broken before. So yeah. I really haven't. So like that's why I when I like write songs about that kind of thing, like I have to think about other people because like it hasn't happened to me. Yet. Yeah. That's nice though. That's I like... kind of want it to happen <laughs> to me though because I want to know like that feeling and then be able to write a song about yeah. that from my own perspective. I think it's important. We were actually talking about this the other night, like a bunch of friends and it's like people it's like this weird I don't feel like you're like this at all you're you're very empathetic and you can also like you relate to people well like this is not you but the people who think like relationships are really stupid or breakups are really stupid or whatever like the people who haven't like been in love and gotten their heart broken and like whatever Mm -hmm. but then once you actually go through that like the amount of people I've seen like they're a completely different person because they're actually empathetic and even like on things that are completely unrelated to heartbreaks, they can, like, understand. And I'm like, wow, you actually have feelings now. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hasn't it? Nope. <laughs> I, I mean, I, like, I don't know. I would be interested in, like, having a relationship with someone. I just, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like right now is just, like, not a good time for me to, like, do that and, like, have that whole experience happen, you know? Because, like, we live in L.A. and, like, yeah, we're all so busy and it's just, like, it's a whole, like, hectic lifestyle. Like, yeah. I don't know if this, like, city is very conducive to, like, having a relationship that works. It definitely isn't you know? at all. What would your, like, dream girl be? Someone who's, like, independent. Like, she'd have to be independent and, yeah. like, not, like, like she, she'd have to do her own thing because, like, I cannot stand people who are, like, always, like, asking, like, where are you like you know like I want someone who's busy on their own stuff and like doing their own like cool like career or whatever so that like they also understand that yeah that would be the most important thing for me honestly aside from the fact that it's just attractive when people are like doing their own things it's when you're busy and then someone else isn't busy and then they're like trying to date you and their whole life is like revolving around oh, it it's so that's, unattractive that's my nightmare it's yeah. so unattractive I'm yeah. like can you like go do like go work out like, yeah, come, exactly. like find something to do like yeah. figure it out it's so different it's also weird because here are people i mean no one ever really knows what they're doing but like in la it's common for people who are younger to like be have like a career and be like working on that way younger than normal you know mm-hmm. like we're at an age where like it's like a college age like normally people like are just now graduating and then they're gonna go do things and figure it out later you know yeah. but like here it's like people have been working on what they want to do for years for years yeah so it's so different because it's just like it's a different like way of life like you can't and then it's so hard because when you're in la besides just like the culture of dating is so different but it's like everyone is at such different places and it's just yeah, weird totally. and it's like it's like the worst thing ever but totally. yeah. not the worst but it's not the best you know it's not the best it's definitely not the best it's not the conventional like setting yeah it's not like something that i yeah i'm not a fan mm-hmm. okay so let's talk about la okay. what do you like better like san francisco or la um at first i definitely missed home like I, yeah. I wanted to go back to san francisco really badly but after like a year i've started to like really like la yeah um like on you. like yeah it just there's always something to do and it's exciting and i just feel like in la there's no judgment on like your ideas your creative aspirations or like things like that you know so it's just like um you can do whatever you want and people will be like cool yeah i totally support that 
you yeah. Know? Whereas in San Francisco, if you don't do tech or finance, like you're yes. looked at kind of funny, you know. It's so weird when you have conversations just with anyone here, though, and you can tell them that you're gonna do like the craziest, most like far fetched thing ever. They just are like, oh, awesome, good for you. Like, but if you tell that to someone else, they're like, oh, good luck. Like, people, it's not even. I'm not gonna say like people here like believe anymore because it's not. It's not necessarily that. Mm-hmm. It's just that it's more normal, and I think it's easier to find friends here who are. I don't want to say it's easier to find friends here, but like there are people here who support each other too at the Absolutely. same time. Like you can once you find your group, you're good. You just have to find your group. It's a weird place to live, Truth. but that is very true. There still are like really good. Like I've met such amazing people here too. Like it's really not all that everyone says it is. I mean, like there's definitely parts of it, but people who complain all the time and say that people suck here all the time, I'm like okay but look who you're hanging out with like what do you it's so weird yeah i don't understand yeah absolutely what is your favorite and least favorite thing about la my favorite thing about la is hmm, wow that is actually a really hard question my least favorite thing about la is that certain people tend to um only value you if you bring like yes you know, like a lot of followers Something or to the table. clout or whatever. To the <laughs> I table. hate that yeah. word so See, much. I hate that word too. That's like, yeah. my, okay, my least favorite thing about LA, clout. Yeah. Just... My least favorite thing about LA, that is it. Um, my favorite thing about LA is, I don't know, the food is really good here. Crave yeah. Cafe, that's my favorite thing about LA. I love Crave. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, that was, I actually didn't go back to Crave for a solid period of time after we had our little run-in where I was ambushed. <laughs> I go to Crave all the time. No, I've been going a lot recently. I'm surprised I don't ever see you there. Crave I've, is so good. I've literally gone, like, probably four nights in the past eight nights. Like, I'm there all the time. Okay, because it's open 24 hours, so I go there literally at, like, 4 a.m. after studio sessions. Yeah. And, like, it's a normal thing for me. I go at, like, midnight, though. Okay, yeah. So maybe that's why. Yeah. Sometimes during the day, it depends. Actually, my roommate just started working there. Or, like, someone who's, like, he's not my roommate. He's living there. Though. But still. That's awesome. I know. What is your... <laughs> I already know the answer. What's your favorite part of LA? My favorite part of LA? Well, my favorite part of LA is definitely not downtown LA. <laughs> he hates downtown, but he loves Hollywood. It, like, literally makes no sense to me. If you don't know, like, downtown... Like, there are parts of downtown that are really nice, and there's, like, sketchy parts. That is something I will say my least favorite part about LA, like, geographically, is that... Typically in a city, there's, like, one area that sucks, and then every other area is good. Yeah. But in L.A., there's, like, always a part of a neighborhood in L.A. that sucks, yes, and then there's true. a part that's good, true. you know? That is true. It's weird. Definitely true. I like, I mean, I would say, honestly, like, I like Malibu a lot. That's my favorite, too. Um, I just, you know, Malibu's a vibe. I say I'm going to move there every day. I will. <sighs> I want to move there. It's so expensive, though. Oh, my no. God. No. I move there. I'm, like, definitely banking on that in a few years, though. I definitely Malibu is just the place for me. I'm going tomorrow. I go all the time. Yeah, it's only like 25 minutes from my house, so yeah, like it doesn't take me long to get there at all. It's like it's literally it's like me driving to West Hollywood is the same thing as me driving to Malibu. Okay, definitely not. Hold on, that's an no. Because if I depending on what time I go, it literally only will take me like 25. Because there's so much traffic to coming to, coming here. Yeah, uh, like obviously I'm closer to West Hollywood. It's just the closer. drive. Yeah, I'm way closer. It's just the traffic. Yeah, it's okay. just the traffic. I guess that could make sense. Yeah. yeah, so if I go at the right time, it literally will take me, like, 25 minutes. Wow. But okay. I just, obviously, I can't go during, like, rush hour, then it'll be, like, 45, right. Right. but whatever. Yeah. It's always worth the drive. It's my favorite place. It is it is one of my favorite places, too. I love it. Where it's, do you go in Malibu? 
I mean, I have a lot of friends that live in Malibu, so, yeah. like, I'll just go to their houses and whatnot. But, I mean, I don't know, like, the colony, get a little uh, Trancus Market action going, <laughs> if you know where that is, Zuma Beach. Yeah. Zuma, classic. Yeah, Zuma's great. What is your favorite, like, restaurant, like, club bar scene? All of the above. Answer all of them. <laughs> okay. Favorite restaurant, Lala's on Melrose. I've never been there. Oh, so fire. Um, favorite club i hate clubs so i don't have a favorite club favorite bar too. on the rocks i knew that was gonna be answer yeah. i like on the rocks too i don't like clubs on the rocks is nice because it almost feels like it's like a house party kind of it does feel like a house party you know yes. so it's like more comfortable and you don't have to like like going to a club is just like a lot of work you have to like really go you, if you're going to a club you have to like really go to a club you know yes absolutely i'm always like oh i have to like actually like be there whatever yep Okay, let's talk about our favorite person, my favorite person, Casey Musgraves. Okay, let's do it. This really, this is actually what solidified. I think, you know what, our friendship, it, it was never actually rocky, but the beginning, you know, it was like, who knows what's going to happen? This right. is very messy. Right. And then, how do we even start talking about Casey Musgraves? I think I like posted, oh, I posted her to my story and, and you replied. replied. Yeah. Yeah. She's just the best. Tell me your thoughts on her. I mean, she's the best. She she's is. She's like one of the best acts to ever come out of country music in the past 10 years i'd yeah. say she's incredible she's the she's probably my literally in a year if i don't have casey musgraves on my podcast i'm just gonna cry for like the rest of my life that could definitely happen i know i sh taylor we should be thinking about that um no casey musgraves is the best ever first off she's so talented her songs are insane everything yep. is so clever yeah she's really grounded really funny beautiful so talented there's nothing wrong with her like she's just the coolest person i think to ever exist yeah she's amazing what's she's, your favorite song um my favorite song i mean space cowboy is yeah. an incredibly well-written song but uh what is the song High called? Horse? it is called um no 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 it's on the new album and because you know most of the new stuff right yeah, the yeah. Whole, i listened to the whole album um i'm gonna tell you right now what it's called it is called, oh, Slow Burn. Yeah. The song that opens the album. I love that song so much. It is so good. That's such a good song. How did you hear about Casey Musgraves? Um, John Mayer, like, posted about her once. Yeah. And he's like, this girl is going to be the biggest thing ever. And obviously, I checked her out. And I was like, wow, she's great. Yeah. I heard the song Merry Go Round first, like most people probably. Yeah. But that's also a really good song, too. I love that song. Everything she does. Yeah. She's so cool. She's also a fellow Texan. She's from like two hours away from me, I think, though. But I, literally everything that she writes, I'm like, I don't know how you even came up with that. Like, everything is just brilliant. Like, she's so good. I listen to her every single day. I literally listen to Casey Musgraves and Destiny's Child every single day. Like, very, Interesting combo. very different combo. Yeah. Love Dua Lipa, too. But yeah. yeah, it's just, I don't even know how to describe her. She's just brilliant. She captures, like, the small town, like, yes. like, perspective so well. So well. Like, she just is obviously writing from, like, a place that she knows a lot about. So yeah. she's just, like, you know, it's relatable if you, if you ever grew up in one of those types of areas. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's very like authentic. Very authentic. It's super authentic. Super like she's stayed herself. She also loves Juicy Couture, and I also love Juicy Couture. So didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. No. I I'm surprised. Actually, I feel like I don't. I feel like I just talk about Juicy all the time. This kind of started as like a joke. Mm -hmm. It didn't start as a joke. I came out of the womb wearing a Juicy tracksuit essentially. Like that was kind of just how I grew up. Bougie. 
yeah and then as time went on juicy went out and then i was like oh whatever and then i got older and then track is back and then i just really went with it that was like two years ago and i still wear it like my bag in my car right now i have a huge like gym bag it's juicy i was wearing juicy sweats yesterday it's all the time juicy isn't it i know it's like a really big throwback that is a throwback that was like middle school yeah it was definitely middle school no i literally every single day in the sixth grade i had a pink juicy purse on like literally pink like velour pink what was i yeah i know that's my dream collaboration is juicy and is juicy like how does juicy compare to like gucci oh I, I it doesn't it doesn't it's like yeah. it's like not okay i because i never like know like, i didn't i don't know like the price point of that stuff well like, price point like a tracksuit is probably like 250 okay so it's not it's not not even comparable, not even comparable. that's okay. like the whole thing yeah juicy is like i don't even know how to describe the prices it depends though like they have they do have things that are like two thousand yeah. dollars for sure yeah. but it's not like gucci okay you know yeah I got very it. different you should you should wear juicy <laughs> no thanks <laughs> i should wear gucci is what i should wear actually no i want if i were to get any um clothing brand to like fill my closet with it would be saint laurent the amount sure. of the amount of boys who say that literally i was with a boy last night and we had this conversation and he was like saint laurent i love saint laurent yeah, to me, they're just, they have the best, like, men's designs. Who are your top three, like, favorite music artists? Um, okay, like I said, John Mayer definitely yeah. has to be in the top three. Um, but so many people put John Mayer in their top three that yeah. I almost don't even want to say John Mayer. But it's just That's true. He's, though. like, so good. Like, I have to. Um, One Republic slash Ryan Tedder. Ryan Tedder is probably my favorite songwriter of all time. Um, so One Republic slash Ryan Tedder, who's the singer of One Republic, mm-hmm. for those who don't know. Um, and then The Main. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. The other day, someone was talking about Ryan Tedder. I don't even know why. I was at Catch, actually. Someone was talking about Ryan Tedder? <laughs> yeah. Well, because I think he comes into Alfred or something all the time. My all friend the time. works there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So she, like, knows him or something. Really? And she was talking about him. She's like, you don't know who that is? And I was like, no. Then I went to his Instagram, and it was like, Nick Lopez Music likes this. And I was like, oh, Nick knows him. Like, that makes more sense. He, yeah. I don't know him personally. Actually, I met him once, and I, like, performed Carousel for him and Charlie oh. Puth and, like, this other guy. It was, That's like, really for cool. this, it was for, like, this show that doesn't air or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> it was, like, I didn't even want to do it. It was just, like, anyway, I did that. So that's the only one time I've ever met him in person. He was so cool. But, um, I really, really want to, like, actually, like, sit down with him and, like, make a song. That yeah. would be the highlight of my life. Yeah. Honestly. That like, would be so cool. That would you be, do it. I'm saying it on this podcast within one year, I'm going to make it happen. Good. You can do that and I'll have Casey on. It'll be incredible. That would be so dope. And then you can have Ryan on. Yeah, true. Casey. We can have all Except four you have of to us. familiarize yourself with... Well, now I know. I Obviously, I knew... I knew I was way more familiar with him than I realized. Then well, I was course. like, yeah. yeah. Like, everyone knows One Republic songs. They, just, yeah. they don't know his name. That's the thing. Exactly. But, like, he's written, like, so many songs. He, like, wrote Halo for Beyonce. He yeah, wrote, exactly. Yeah, like, that's what she was saying. She's like, no, 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 no. Like, he is literally writing, like, probably, like, the top songs ever. So yeah, I was like, yeah, oh, he's massive. dang. So... Okay, last question. Yeah. What is, like, the craziest, coolest thing that's happened to you since living here? Like, what's just, like, the highlight of your experience overall? Um, I mean, I think I've met so many cool people that I didn't, I would have never met, you know, living in San Francisco. Like, that has to be the highlight. And, like, I can't pinpoint just one person. But, like, I moved here not knowing one person in L.A., literally not one. And now it's like, I can't even like tell you how many friends I have that are like really cool, like up and coming artists that are having a lot of success or mm-hmm. songwriters, or producers, you know, influencers, podcasters, art, like 
artists who make art like you yeah. know that you see on Melrose like it's like it's just so cool to be around that energy and like have so many friends that do creative stuff and are like being you know really successful like yeah. I would have never imagined and like I still feel like I always want to meet new people and like grow you know my my network of people and who I know but um that has to be the highlight because like I just can't believe how many like friends I have that are just doing cool stuff mm -hmm. like I, it's insane I literally moved here not knowing one person how did you meet everyone just like I don't know like you meet one person that person int yeah. introduces you like you know my my first roommate ever introduced me to a lot of people which helped and then like it just I just kind of grows from there I don't know being in LA you just meet people and like yeah. if you're doing I feel like if you're doing something that's cool then other people will gravitate towards you as well so yeah it's very true yeah it's cool too especially because you have had the same friends I mean obviously you, like meet new friends or whatever but it's really cool to see everyone grow because so like cool. I think about where like people that I know and people that I even know like distance like from like a distance now it's like three years ago where they were versus now it's really cool it's crazy right yeah, yeah like it's it's actually kind of insane to like see how fast people can grow in LA yeah they can either grow really fast or or they can decline but decline really fast. we hope that people don't decline yeah it really has so much to do about who you're hanging out with though like who you're surrounding yourself with totally because as soon as someone declines like you have the you are your like top five friends or whatever is so true so true like even when i notice myself like depending on who i'm hanging out with like just how things are going in my life i'm like wait a second what am i doing you know so true it's so true and it's really easy here I mean, this isn't, like, my scene, so it's not, like, I'm, like, oh, it's easy for me, but, it, like, it's easy here for people to, like, get, I don't know, people will, like, move to L.A. and not really have a work ethic and just want to live in L.A. to live in L.A. and then, like, get wrapped up in the party scene and then it's, yeah. like, five years later. Yeah. It's so scary. That's, it's like, so... the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life, actually. And, like, some people look at those kinds of people like they are successful or, like, yeah. and that's just, that's the worst thing. Like, you can't, like, you can't be fooled by that. Yeah. If anyone's moving to L.A., my piece of advice would be do not be fooled by people like that yeah. because they are not killing it. They're just partying every night and yes. it doesn't matter if you're hanging out with famous people. If you're not doing anything with them, it does not matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you have like 50K on Instagram and yeah. you're not no, like, no one cares. No like, one cares. Uh, like it literally does not matter. My least favorite thing about LA, clout. Yes, it's gross. Yeah. No, actually I remember this is, okay, this is really, I am wrapping it up guys, but I remember the first night we hung out and you were talking about something with music and you're like yeah someone will be like oh she has a hundred thousand instagram followers like record a song with her and you're like no yeah yeah <laughs> i was like yeah that's actually a really good like yeah it's like a really good rule of thumb yep you are probably the most genuine person i've met out of like wow, one of you. them i mean you're up there that's what taylor was saying too and i trust taylor's opinion she's like he's actually very nice wow. but you really are genuine and very Thank authentic you. i appreciate that Try to be. Thank you so much for being on. Thank it you was for so me. fun. I'm I glad that it. we got to tell our stories and chat more. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> it was great. Um, where can they find you? You can find me on Spotify. If you type in Nick Lopez, you'll hear all my release music. Um, Instagram is Nick Lopez Music, and so is Twitter. Perfect. All right, guys. Um, thank you for coming on. Thank and you. And I will talk to you guys soon. All right, so that is it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. If you guys did, let us know by leaving a rating or a review. If you guys want, you can find me across all social media at Kenzie Elizabeth or on YouTube, again, at Kenzie Elizabeth. I love you guys so much, and I will talk to you next Thursday.